another episode of Inside the Recording Studio. I am Jody Whitesides, and with me as always is Mr. Chris Hellstrom. How are you today, Chris? Doing splendidly, Jody. I'm doing splendidly. splendidly. How are you? I'm doing all right. I can't complain. Yeah? I had my first mochi nut today. Good for you. <laughs> it's like I have no idea what that is. It's oh, mixed okay. with the Japanese rice thing called a mochi. I guess it's a new hip thing that a lot of people are doing. It was actually pretty tasty. That's a nice. little side note for today's episode. There you go. Yeah, my uh, my daughter gets some of those like cookie thingies, mochi ice cream, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird to me. Hey, to each their own. And speaking of to each their own, we have another listener request yes. this week. Relatively high nerd factor, I would say, on today's episode. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Green, for that one. Yeah, this was so obvious when Mike pointed this out to me. That it's so obvious for guitar players. He was asking, well, how do you really go about listening for the differences between a Strat, a Tele, and a humbucker-equipped guitar? Right. How do you do that? As a guitar player, I just take it for granted. Yeah, that was my point. I'm like, yeah, we kind of do that. So if you're a guitar player and you're listening to this, you're probably going, oh, duh, right? <laughs> but if you're not, we're going to have a bunch of audio examples in here that will shed some light on that and kind of highlight the differences between them. We should do a little bit of housekeeping, talk about how we're doing the comparisons because this is a really broad subject, right? It and is. Everything comes down to what kind of pickups are used. So we've gone for as much of a traditional type of a thing as possible. I played through a telly. You went through your Strat. Mm-hmm. That does have Fishman pickups. It's the Strat version of that. So we're just getting less hum, basically. Correct? Well, it's no hum is what it is. Well, there you it's go. single coil pickups for Strat voicing mm-hmm. with no hum. We're trying to do as close to apples to apples as we can. Right. When we're thinking about single coils, they are notoriously very noisy. Right. right? I suppose it depends up to you if you consider that a feature or a bug, but there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not going to have any of that. The way we went about this, obviously, we're playing the same thing in all these audio examples. Yes. So that we're not fooled by level and things like that, how hot the pickup is going into. These are all done with amp sims. The DI has been normalized to a certain level. What level did you use, Chris? Minus 18. Hey, look at that one. Right? So they're all going in at minus 18. And then they are also matched at the back end when they're spit out and bounced in place. To what level did you match that? I think I did a peak of like minus six or something. Oh. Just so that, yeah. Just so that we would have a healthy enough level so that they're even. Right? No it's EQ, like no compression, just straight guitar into the amp. Exactly. Right. There's no right. other processing than the amp sim on any of these. Mm-hmm. The only thing mm. where there is a little bit of processing on after the track here is on example number three, and you'll see why, where I used the noise gate to just take out some of the nastiness in between. It has no effect on the tone. Everything should be relatively matched in volume. Every example that we're going to hear, we're going to hear like a clean example. We're going to have here a little bit of a crunchy example and a distorted example. Mm-hmm. They're always going to be in the same order. 
get your pens and papers ready here. But <laughs> we're, we're going to start. Every example starts with a riff that's going to start with a strap. Yep. It's going to go into a telly mm -hmm. and then a humbucker type of guitar. If you're playing along at home, the humbucker guitar was played with my uh, Schecter, custom Schecter. All right. That is doing a full disclosure right there. Every example is going to be in that order. Then we're going to play them. You're going to hear them. And then we're going to talk about what our impressions are through all of those. Without further ado, let's just jump right into example one. This is the clean guitar. And just for disclosure here, these were all done with a Soldano clean channel with an IR that used a Royer 121 as the IR. Do you know how far away from it and where it was placed on the speaker for that? Pretty close. I, I have my usual type of a thing where I'm slightly over from the center and about an inch away. So you're on the cap edge, about an inch away on the amp. Correct. Ah, see, that's important information right there. Well, there you go. All right. All right, Jody. So beautiful arpeggiated guitars right there. And that the first oh, thing yes. that we heard was the uh, bridge position of the Strat, the Tele, and the Humbucker. Right. right. Impressions. What are you hearing when you're hearing that? With the Strat guitar, I noticed that it was a very bright sound and a very glassy sound at that. That's yes. my impression of that bridge pickup position with that sound. Yeah, I agree with that. To me, it's not the strength of a Strat in this kind of thing with that pickup. Uh, to me, it, it's obviously very bright. It's very chimey, almost a little bit piercing. Yeah. Depends on what kind of track that you're going for. What do you think about the Tele? The Tele had a lot more mid-range to it, which mm -hmm. to some people would say, oh, it feels warmer. The other thing that it didn't have to me in comparison to the Strat, hearing that back-to-back, -back, is a lot less glass to the yeah. sound. The thing that leaps out to me there is it's warmer. Mm -hmm. I also felt like the top was getting a little brittle. It wasn't as clear and defined into that. Mm -hmm. And this as it kind of exposed like this. In a track, it might work, but not as chimey. As far as the uh, humbucker, what are you thinking? The humbucker to me overall, compared to the first two guitars, very dark by comparison. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's just darker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, it's a little bit more scooped in the mids type of a thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a lot more low end than the above examples, Strat Metelli. That's my kind of takeaway from that. Let's move on to using middle pickup. Now, a caveat here, because most of you probably know that Strat has a middle pickup. What we've gone for here is to not compare all five positions on the pickups of a Strat. When we're saying middle, we're not talking about the middle by itself. We're talking about it in combination with the neck pickup. Right. So I you had me set it to neck and middle, which is generally position four on the five-way switch. Right. I think that's a lot more of a common position to be in mm. than you use the, than just the middle. There we go. Let's take a listen for the middle. Takeaways, Jody. What do you got? With the Strat, 
compared to the bridge pickup, I thought the low mid has a lot of thunk to it, is what I would call that. And the okay. top was very, very clear to me. Yeah. To me, this is classic clean tone, mm. right? What I'm thinking about, very, very usable. You hear it in all tracks. When you're doing stuff like this, like arpeggiating stuff, it has that nice chimey thing, but it's not taking your head off. It's probably my favorite thing when it comes to like a clean guitar, mm -hmm. that, that, that kind of tone. What about the tally? What are you thinking? Compared to the previous example where it was set to the bridge, this has less low mids to it and a lot more glassiness to the top. That's how I felt about the telly in the middle position. I'm hearing this as also very clear as well. It has less of that brittle top end that we had in the first example, uh -huh. on the bridge pickup. And it's a very, very nice tone for me when you're doing like chimey kind of picky kind of stuff. It's a great option. Humbucker, what you got? I felt like it was very balanced and very round on this particular example. That's all I, I can say about it. Very similar to the telly. It just has a little bit more low end. You're going to hear me say that a few times here when we're <laughs> talking through these. But it's a nice option when you come into clean stuff with a humbucker. I, I like this position. Mm -hmm. Finally, with the clean stuff, we're listening to the neck. Absolutely beautiful. Isn't it? <laughs> Don't pat yourself too hard on the back there. Well, you know, strat options. What are you thinking? To me, with the neck pickup on this particular setup, very punchy in the low end, very clear, not brittle, but very clear on the top end. I had just about the same adjectives there. One way I like to describe that, it's very defined. Mm -hmm. You can hear everything nice and Defined, as it were. So that, that's another great strength of, of like a strat to me. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the telly? A very different sound on the telly to me. It came mm -hmm. across sounding very woolly and very muted in the high end, such that it almost felt like I had a blanket on top of this guitar. It's a good way of saying it. I have my notes here, and I said I start sounding really muddy mm -hmm. now, uh, starting to lose definition with this pickup on a tally, doesn't work quite as well for me. Of course, you can find anything to work in any situation. This was not my favorite. What about the humbucker? I felt like it had a really thick low mid and a very thin top. Yeah, I'm kind of on board with that. I said, comparatively to the tally, more low end, it still has more definition to me than the tally had. Mm -hmm. It's not as, as defined as a strat. It's still workable in like clean situations. All right, setup example number two. Number two, we're getting a little bit crunchier here. The signal chain here was I used um, Friedman's Dirty Shirley mm -hmm. on the high gain input. The IR with this is a combination of an SM57 and Sennheiser MD409. Mm. If you're asking me about positions on that, I couldn't tell you because that they don't inform you on that. Stupid plug-in alliance. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's a great sounding amp sim. And I think for this situation, it's a good choice where it just starts getting like a little bit cruncher. It's not metal or anything by any definition. It starts getting a little bit more aggressive. So right. let's take a listen to the bridge pickup on the three guitars. Mm -hmm. 
Thoughts on the Strat? Very thin, very crunchy on top. That's yeah. how I felt about it. I, I'm with you there. It's very cutting in a way. It, oh, yeah. it is very thin, but but if you use it as not a main guitar, mm-hmm. but it, it's something that you're layering with, tucking it into the mix a little bit more, it might find a place there. There's a lack of low end Oh yeah. in this. What do we think about the tally then? Very thick in the gut, a much thicker gut, a very nice smooth top comparatively to the Strat anyway. I hear something that's a little bit warmer. Mm-hmm. And a word that I wrote down here for this, and this again, this is going to be kind of repeated here throughout a few times. This is a very raunchy kind of a sound to me. It's something that I could hear a lot more on indie type records. Yeah. Or a layering guitar where I think it, it is warmer than the Strat and it has a little bit of dirt on it. That leads us to the humbucker. What are you thinking here? Even thicker than the two previous examples in terms of the bottom end and mm-hmm. a lot less punch on the top end. It's almost yeah. like it lost its vibe at the very top. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit fuller, a little bit more scooped than the Tele. It works. It's not my favorite application for this. Let's move on to the metal pickups. Starting with the Strat, what you got? Very woolly in the mid-range and a nice crisp top. That's how I heard that. I have a little bit of a different ear to that because I put down here where it lacks definition a little bit for It me. does. That's why I said woolly. Okay. I used the adjective here. It's kind of warm but a little bit muddy to mm-hmm. me. So it has, it's got some hair on it, I guess. Right? Agreement. Uh, what about the telly? This felt like a very balanced range for the telly. And it mm-hmm. also showcases a lot more power to the sound of the telly by comparison. Yeah. In this application, the middle position really shines here to me. Yep. This is, to me, it's like a very sort of classic rock sound. It's kind of raunchy. It's warm. This was a highlight for me to kind of listen to that in this application. That brings us to, once again, the humbuckers. What are you thinking? Heavy bottom weight and very balanced above that. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about the humbucker in this particular example. I think it's lacking a little bit of the mids in this. It starts to lose focus a little bit to me mm-hmm. when I'm hearing this one. Let's move on, shall we? So yeah. that, Neck let's pickup, go for with, example, too. Jody, what are you hearing here? Muddy in the mids, spanky on top. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm not hearing the 
muddiness that you're hearing here, to me, it has a really good definition. Mm. To me, this is starting to get into that uh, classic kind of bluesy tone for me where I hear is a strat where it really shines. Maybe what so, I mean by the muddy mids then is that it's loose by comparison. Okay. It's not tight in there. It's, it's no. loose. Right. These are unprocessed tracks. So if you're dealing with any one of these in like a mixed situation, a lot of this could be rectified with EQ and uh -huh. certainly compression and things like that. As we always like to say, let's, let's get it as close as we can from the source, right? Yes. What did you think about the uh, telly here then? The mids here felt very chocolatey. That was my definition of that. Is <laughs> that milk chocolate mellow, or dark chocolate? It's a dark chocolate, dark milk chocolate. Okay. Yes, in terms of the mids. And then it was a mellow top end to these. I hear this one as a little bit more of a filler kind of guitar. Mm -hmm. I hear this is not the main track in a guitar for me. That's like, why chocolate milk happens, man. It's filler. There you go, <laughs> right? So th this to me is like a little bit slightly muddy. I wouldn't use this as the guitar track in a song. With a lot of these like sort of telly tones, I can kind of hear like a Radiohead kind of a vibe where, mm. or indie rock type of thing where I think it, it would really shine. But what about the humbucker then? Very pokey in the high mids to me, like smacking mm -hmm. me in the face, like, ouch, that hurt. Thick bottom and an airy top. So it's like a big bottom girls. <laughs> <laughs> Might um, almost be like the Three Stooges and somebody trying to poke my eyes out and then I'm trying to hold my hand up to avoid getting poked. To avoid eyes. that, yeah, yes. okay. <laughs> to me, it's similar to the telly. It's a little bit less muddy than the telly to me. It doesn't have a lot of definition here. Mm -hmm. This is not the strength. In a situation like this where we didn't really do any kind of lead lines with any of this, just to kind of show, because you can go off on a tangent here, right? That would be maybe something where a humbucker might work here. In this, a eh, little bit meh to me, as you <laughs> like to say, it's meh. meh. Let's move on to example number three. Now we're getting a little crunchier. We're back to the Soldano. Obviously the crunch channel here, very similar type of setup here as before. The only difference with the first one, it has the Royer 121. There's an added Sennheiser 421 in the IR. And placement, again, very similar. I'm right off the cap with these just blended a little bit to where I like them. All right. Okay, what have we got for the bridge of the Strat, Jody? To me, it is a very punchy crunch sound with a very searing take off the top of my head sound on the top end. Yes, I agree. It's obviously super aggressive sounding mm -hmm. and cutting through anything. Also, it's a little bit brittle. This is not like the strong suit of a Strat to me. 
where we're kind of getting up in a little bit more of a higher gain type of stuff. Mm -hmm. These are, again, these are examples. You will hear that there is some noise in between the tracks, but these are the ones just as a reminder where there is some noise gating going on here as well. That being said, what do you think of the Tele here? Much like the Strat, I've got a very punchy crunch with a little bit of extra low mids to help really get it into the gut and a crisp top. Here, I'm going back again to like a raunchy type of a sound. It has that definition compared to the last example. This is a little bit more usable, like an upfront kind of a circumstance, mm -hmm. where it's like you need that kind of cutting, but it's a, a shoegazy kind of thing. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're a little bit too cool for school. Humbucker. Very hot in the high mids and a lot less gut than the other two examples. This is like the bread and butter of a humbucking pickup. It's a little bit scooped. To me, a humbucker in like a high gain situation uh, really shines here. When we're talking about these as well, like we're doing a little bit more of, of a classic rock, like overall sound, right? When it comes to these, where a lot of this stuff, if you're dealing with anything more high gain, you're always going to deal with a humbucker basically. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I'm painting with too broad of a stroke to, to kind of bring that in here. To me, this is kind of like the, the bread and butter of a humbucking equipped guitar. Let's move on to the middle. Thoughts. With the Strat, it feels rich, almost muddy in the mids, the top mellowed out, and the bottom fattened up. To me, this is starting to lose some clarity here. This is not, to me, the strength of a Strat in this situation. Mm -hmm. Certainly not with this kind of pickup. I would almost argue that that's the case for all of the stuff in a high gain and stuff with the Strat. Yeah, not the strength. What do you think of the Tally? I felt it was balanced and it had like a nice crispy coating to it, almost like a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Are you hungry, man? Because <laughs> there's a lot of food references here. <laughs> Again, this is one of my favorite sounds for the telly in this application. It could be a great supporting guitar, but I also think for like a dirty kind of indie music type of a thing. This could be all up front. So I think that kind of shines here. What did you think about the humbucker? Very balanced overall with a super accented top. Yeah? Yeah. I felt did like the top to the came one? out like <laughs> out front of yeah. the rest of the balance of it. Right. To me, I, I have this sounding like, I think it sounds pretty honky. It's kind of like a very strong kettle, like a mid-rangey type of a thing. Mm -hmm. Not my favorite for this kind of sound. Again, as I've harkened to, like you tell you in a couple of examples, this might be a really good supporting track. Mm -hmm. But as a main guitar, um, this is not my favorite sound for a humbucker-equipped guitar. Right. Next one, we got the neck, for example, three here. Let's take a listen to that.
right, Jody, what do we got? Strat. For me, with the Strat on this particular one, super punch. And it has a nice accented low and a nice accented high. This felt like the best example of the Strat for me. I'm with you right there. It's, it's that and metal neck for the clean stuff that really does it for me. This is a classic kind of blues type of a sound, possibly with a little bit less crunch mm -hmm. than in this example. This is a great one to have there. What did you think of the tally in this application? Fat. Just felt fat with a crispy coating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just put down one phrase here, just mud fest. Mm. It was like to me that there's very few redeemable qualities for this in this application with me for, for the tally. And that leads us to the humbucker. The high end has a good punch and it felt really tight. It's this um, warm type of a sound. It's um, kind of hairy or it's not like super defined to me. It's just, it's a big woolly walking carpet kind of a thing. <laughs> so Okay, Chewbacca. It, exactly, exactly. So if you want to put some Chewbacca in your track, you... <laughs> <laughs> High gain neck pickup on a humbucker guitar. Hopefully those examples will act as some sort of guide what to kind of listen for and the strengths are there. Obviously with all of these, we've taken a relatively scientific approach and have everything being as equal as possible. Mm -hmm. That's not how we dial in sound generally. No, you do I, it more it, by it, feel it, and touch and all that other kind of fun stuff. But this is an interesting way to look at all of it. Right. I think it just kind of highlights the differences where mm -hmm. you start, you plug in a guitar and you start turning knobs to accommodate for that sound. In my opinion, it can be a little bit of a blueprint, sort of like when you're listening to stuff. So like moving forward, I'm, I'm imagining this kind of sound. Okay, we're going to use a crunchy amp with the telly and the metal position, whatever it happens to be. So hopefully that will highlight some of the differences, especially for you guys that are not guitar players. We're gonna move on to our Friday Finds. Chris, what have you got this week? I actually have a twofer that Ooh. I wanna bring up. One is crucial, but generally do memories, uh -huh. right? And drives and things like that. They have a two terabyte SSD drive for 160 bucks. He gets, that's a good price. That's what I thought. So I thought, okay, well, at least at the time of taping of this, right, that's the price of it. I was like, wow, that, that's actually really good. What's wrong with it kind of thing? <laughs> so I don't know that there Maybe it's is slow. anything. Well, still, it's like a two terabyte drive SSD, right? Mm -hmm. So that has to be the other one. Now, the bonus one I have is I just heard the new Judas Priest single. Oh, boy. And there's still some powder kegging going on in the old man right there because the, the, the new track that came out is really, really cool. Halford still has the pipes, at least in the studio. He certainly does. I'll throw that in. If you're like a metalhead like me, go, go check out the new Judas Priest track. It's called Panic Attack. What do you got? I'm going with a synth called Current, which is by Minimal Audio. And Minimal Audio has recently walked back their concept of saying this is only available for a subscription plan, mainly because a we're lot of users. A trend now? Yeah, aren't we? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That'd be nice. People were upset about it because some of the functionality that they want in current, which is their synth, 
isn't necessary for the subscription plan. They just wanted to own the damn thing. There's obviously a whole lot of bells and whistles of samples and other things that they add into the subscription. But there were users that are like, I don't want to pay for all that because I don't use all that. Right. So they walked it back. If you are a fan of minimal audio and you like their current synth, you can now get it again without that subscription plan. Yeehaw. Well, good on them. Good on them. While we've got your attention, we ask that you go to InsideTheRecordingStudio.com and sign up for our mailing list. You'll need to be on our email list in order to be eligible for future giveaways. And we'll make sure you don't miss any future episodes of this incredible podcast. Send us an email at goldstar, G-O-L-D-S-T-A-R, at InsideTheRecordingStudio.com with the word guitars. And you'll get something cool back in your inbox. If you have a topic or suggestion for Chris and I to explain in a future episode, contact us at the contact page and we'll put it into consideration for a future episode. With that, I'll say see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one, Jody. Bye.